It was maybe a dozen episodes, two dozen episodes ago. Callie was giving me grief because I went to the eye doctor. The eye doctor suggested that I might want to look into progressive lenses, which is the new modern way of saying bifocals, which is what your grandfather wears. I was not giving you grief because you are at the age where you need to think about that. I was giving you grief that you were in denial that you were at the age where you need to start thinking about that. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because uh, what did you say on the way home from uh, the errands we were just running? What did you say that you bought today? Oh, <laughs> I bought a super gorgeous looking, very sleek pill case uh-huh for for what for all your medicines uh, well i only take one no i take two but i can't your aspirin, remember your back pill <laughs> when you see it your one a day no this is not the pill holder for old people mm -hmm. this is the pill holder for awesome people all right are you going to be able to snap it open and close with your arthritis The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that our beagle, Sadie, is no longer walking with a very sad limp. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the opportunity we've had to go to so many concerts. Our uh, little dog, Sadie, tries to keep up with Lily in the backyard. Lily's like a rocket ship. Like she, she sees rocket. a squirrel, puts her head down, and does that like wide open run. You know where the front legs are like going between the back legs, and Sadie's a little chunkier, a little more. <laughs> she's do, older. She's a senior gal. She's a little more Ferdinand the Bull. Yes, like she just likes to sit under the tree and smell the flowers. Well, uh, I think she was trying to keep up with Sadie and twisted Let's her. Keep little up with Lily, or keep up with Lily. I mean, and twisted her little leg or something. She was limping around. Jeff is really worried. And every time we see something with Sadie or it's weird, Jeff gets really stressed. And I think since she's our oldest one, he's just stressed about her getting old. Well, she, and she's my person. And she's your person. So, yeah. yeah. We're, we're just alike. Speaking of dogs. If, if, if a dog could wear bifocals, Sadie would wear Sadie them. Sadie would totally wear bifocals. <laughs> With a little rope around her neck. She would. They would be the, um. what's the... Is it Edison that used to wear the glasses? Oh, ben Franklin. Ben the, Franklin. The monocle thing, the one eye thing. She'd be like Ben Franklin. No, 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 no. I just don't have. I, oh, the little round. Yep. Got that it. would be Sadie. Speaking of dogs, so CES is this week, right? And CES, Jeff, do you the, know the Consumer Electronics Show? And Las, why is this a big deal? It's where all the cool gadgets. And you know what? I'm actually bummed that I'm not there. Can anybody go, or do you have to be you like have to, you have to? You have to have an in, but it's not terribly difficult to find an in. Like you can't just be a, a Joe Schmo. But I know enough people through radio and now podcasting who work for companies that ha are authorized ticket to buyers okay. yeah, that I would have been able to get in pretty easily, I think. And I'm so 
bummed I'm not there because I love gadgets so much and I love innovation so much, but it's always the first week of January. And historically, that's one of the most important weeks in radio. So for 25 years, I've never been allowed to take this week off. You should go next year. I feel like you would be in heaven. I would. They have, they kind of do two things. And one of them is they exhibit all these gadgets. One, and there's a lane of them that I don't think they ever really intend to put on the market. It's just like, hey, look at how smart and well, it's like forward the, thinking we are. It's like the court couture. It's couture show. fashion for the, gadgets. Those are the um, fashion shows. I just learned this like a couple of years ago where the the is the clothing is art it's not practical it's never going to get worn anywhere outside of that met gala thing that that happens right. but there are shows where they display this art fashion artwork and it will inspire right what other people so, wear which will inspire what we wear so there's a lot of things that can that the consumer electronics show that will never be truly invented but they do exist and they're there to show off. And parts of it might be used for another product Correct. or whatever. It's kind of like a meeting of the minds, see what you've been working on. Um, I imagine that if I were in that room, I wouldn't be able to keep up with like any, I wouldn't be able to have a normal conversation with anyone because I wouldn't know what they were talking about. That's kind of how I feel about it. But then they also have this kind of like second lane of products that are actually going to be coming out this year, which I think is really cool. Because yeah. then you get to see what you can actually buy. Right. You and make you make your Christmas list for December in January. Right. And somebody debuted, and I think it's in the coming to the market lane, and I'm sure it's not affordable, but it was a dog vest that lights up different colors based on how your dog is feeling, like what emotion your dog is feeling. Oh, it's like a puppy mood ring. It's a puppy mood ring, but it's a vest. Here's my thing, though. When I was hearing the story, they were talking about, okay, well, if your dog is really focused on something like a treat, it'll turn this color. And I was thinking, wouldn't you know if your dog is focused on something? Right. Like, I can tell that Lily's not focused on anything right now. But does it, t- does it do emotions like sad it, or does it? It or- does anxious. It does focused. I can tell anxious. I can tell focused. I can too. It does happy, which is like, duh. Um, and then it does, I think two others, but I was thinking about that. Cause I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. And then I'm like, wait a minute, can I, or if you know your dog really well, don't you know all their emotions? What I would like is a vest that you could put on your dog and then show it pictures of things and the, what it's thinking lights up the vest, different colors. So like, oh my you, gosh, that would be the best invention ever. You could show it a picture of like a steak, right? A T-bone steak. And that brings them joy. So it lights up like bright yellow. And then you could show them a picture of a bigger dog and it gets nervous and it lights up. And then you could show it a picture of our next door neighbor. And I it was just, just thinking that. And it just One goes, brain. It just goes black. Sorry, that was kind of obnoxious. Uh, but anyway, so that's just what I was thinking about. I was watching this thing and I was so excited and I was like, oh, it's a great idea. And then I was like, well, and I'm sure it's really smart and I'm sure the technology is amazing, but I kind of feel like I have our dog's emotions covered but what about, it would be cool to know what they're thinking or something. I don't know. I was um, totally unrelated to that. I was having a conversation with your friend Kylie earlier today mm-hmm. about how both of you are such rule followers. 
Oh my gosh. She is exactly like I am. Yes. we. And here's, let me tell you how it came up. Let me tell you how the similarities between Kylie and her husband, Coy, and you and I all came up. You and Coy are very similar. Yeah. You know how similar we are? You know what his favorite outfit is? What, Adidas tracksuit? A tracksuit. No, he's a Puma guy, but it's a tracksuit nonetheless. I don't know where uh, he, they came from, but but Kylie said somebody gifted him a couple of Puma tracksuits, and he wears them all the time in the winter. Did she say anything about it? I believe she likes it. Really? I'm yes. going to have to text her about that. Kylie is a stylist. She does film and TV stuff, so she knows this kind of fashion She's stuff. a stylist, huh? And she approves of his tracksuit. Well, you don't know if she approved. You said you think she does. Um, She said that he wears it frequently, and I know that if he got the amount of grief that I get, he would not wear it frequently because it's not worth it. No, she would let him wear it in the house. I Nope. He wears it. They have two little girls, and he drops them off at uh, school or daycare or wherever they go, so he's like, going through the car line in a tracksuit. He runs errands if he has to go to the grocery store. Tracksuit. Mm. So anyways. He's also, by the way... A rock and roll. I mean, he's a mu- he's a uh, star musician. Who did you say I looked like when I put my tracksuit on? Elton John. Thank and you. And Koi is a celebrity, so maybe he can pull that off. Maybe Elton- a little a hair better. Elton John is a rock star celebrity. He's also how old? It doesn't matter. It's about mm-hmm. comfort and convenience. And those are things you think about when you wear bifocals. Okay, they're pillbox. <laughs> so here's here's the ethical question that I thought of after after leaving Kylie's. Because I wish I had asked her this, but I'll I'll, I'll ask you. A friend of mine went on vacation and the airline lost his suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't come out and say it but it was probably stolen from the airport because uh, you can track, you know, you can see where your suitcase is every step of the journey now. Right. Um, it was with Delta. So and by obviously. the way, if you haven't, if you haven't, uh, if you're a Delta flyer and you're not using the Delta app, it really is amazing. Yeah. So when you check your bag, it, it you open up your app and it says bag checked in. And then when it's loaded on the plane, it says, not even that it'll show you where Mm -hmm. on the conveyor belt it is. So if it's going through the airport on the way to the thing, it'll show you. Right. So, so, uh, so he has the, you know, the app and everything. And he ended up taking a later flight home to, uh, to Atlanta because he was offered, you know, $300 to fly an hour later or something. Mm -hmm. So his bag went before him and it disappeared. I don't need, I didn't even think that was legal anymore. I thought your bag had to stay on your butt. I like, I I thought they pulled bags from planes. They do. If you get pulled off the plane, but sometimes they will send flags on different flights. Really? Cause Uh I thought that was just a hard. No, no. Cause if you get on the plane, then but if, if they move you off the plane, I know what you're saying. If you can't check a bag and then not get on the flight, they'll go pull that bag. Right. But if you check in and then they move you to a different flight, they still might send your bag, oh, bag I thought they on would the pull it. flight. So uh, his bag made it to Atlanta and then it disappeared. Mm-hmm. So he has to file one of those, you know, lost luggage claims. And 
they give you a respectable amount of money for a full size checked suitcase. I think he it's said like fifteen hundred bucks or no, something. No, it's like thirty five hundred dollars. Oh wow, okay. Here's so here's my ethical question for you. They said we'll give you up to thirty five hundred bucks. I think it's thirty five hundred. Let's just go with that. We'll give you thirty five up to thirty five hundred dollars. You just have to provide receipts for everything that was in the bag. Now, that's oh an, my gosh, that's an unreasonable request. But what he is doing is reaching out to all of his friends who recently celebrated Christmas and are saying, hey, give me your receipts because everybody sell, everybody saves their receipts through the holidays. So if you've gifted somebody something and they're keeping it, give me those receipts. I'm going to submit them. Would you do that? I would do it if it was actually the things that it it's were not, in my suitcase. No. Then no, I wouldn't. But you are entitled to the $3,000, but there's no way you can remember what's in a full-size bag. What difference does it make what paperwork you show? You're entitled to that money. It's not ethical. And you know my dad is listening right now. So? He doesn't work for Delta anymore. I know, but you know my dad is like Mr. Ethical. But he's also Mr. Paperwork, so I could probably tell him <laughs> to get me the receipt. Oh, my dad would have every receipt of everything of the, all time. To, it, crazy. To, to the leather belt that he bought four years ago yeah. at a Target in Cleveland. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got that in my Cleveland folder. And it's also replicated in my belt folder. Yep. But outside of that, how can you... You are in, regardless of how you prove it, you're still entitled to the value of what was in that bag. So you should be punished because you didn't save receipts for years. No, you shouldn't be punished, but you should do your best to but remember what's in there. You shouldn't why? just be like, oh, I'm going to say I had an iPad in there. If you know you didn't, like, I don't think, I don't believe in taking advantage of the system. That's not taking advantage of the system. It is if you, if you know that you don't own anything, like what I packed for No, I'm, let's say it's the same dollar amount. He's not. Because you're not entitled to $3,500. You're entitled up to. Right. Okay. So let's say it's, let's forget what the dollar amount is. Let's say he, to the best of his assumption, it was $1,500 worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. He knows he's like, I don't wear fancy clothes. I don't dress up. I didn't have any custom made suits or fine Italian shoes or anything in there. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with 1500 bucks, but I don't have those receipts. So I'm just going to give them $1,500 worth of receipts. I think that's fine. Okay. So you're okay with that. Yes. All right. So you have to best guess how much is in your bag and you can provide any receipt to prove that. Yes. But if you know, you only have target clothes, don't go throwing out Neiman Marcus receipts. Right. And I think that because that's just kind of, I, to me, it's kind of karma. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. So I would It's karma that. for the airline who lost your bag. Well, no, I just wouldn't feel, it would just bother me to not be honest about that. Mm. But I wouldn't take no money because that's valuable. I think the reason they probably do that, and I don't know this, but my guess is would be so if they get audited at some point that they have something to show auditors or, you know what I mean? You there should, In my opinion, there should just be, a, if they lose your bag, there should just be a set fee. like And they just write you a check? When they, when you know you, what? When Why you, don't we put those tile things for your keys? Why don't we put those in our suitcases? I'm sure some people do. 
because you don't expect what I think happened. And what my buddy said is the, the, the folks at the airline, the folks at, at Delta or Hartsville Jackson or the airport, they won't ever say this, but so, because it came in on an earlier flight, it might've just been circulating on a baggage belt all by itself. And some jerk was like, I'm going to steal that person's luggage because they're not here yet and grabbed it and just went, took it. And you know, it's on camera because he asked about that cameras, it's the airport and they're everywhere. They may not give it to you, but they won't because cameras at the airport are, um, federal something operated by the TSA. Yeah. So, um, I think what he has to do, what he's going to do is file a police report because it did show it. That's the thing is he has evidence that it got off the plane into the baggage carousel in Atlanta. And then a police report might allow them to look at the, mm. but, he's, you know, but you're never going to find, I mean, it's just gone at this point. Yeah. That's a really big bummer. I don't get people who steal stuff. I think that's dumb. I want to, I don't know why I just made that. Like it was an introduction to a new segment because it's not, but I just remember it. I think we should order another big away suitcase. Okay. Well, they're not, they're not an ad burner right now, but Jeff has discovered over the holidays, the magic of the 360 wheels. Oh, and yeah. I don't know. We did the not 360 wheels when we were in Syracuse for Christmas. And I thought Jeff was just like, he well, was looking at it like, what is this old thing? And why do we have wheels that don't turn 360 it's, degrees? It's one of those things that once, once you go 360 wheels, you can't go back. Yeah. It's just doesn't. Even they're really good compare you asked you said something yesterday you said that you had a goal for me to let things more easily slide off my back yes do you remember that i do okay now ironically i said on my instagram account yesterday on my stories that i was not over something that made me upset and that i had to something I've learned about myself is that I have to process it before I can move on. Oh, you have to explain that more. You're not over something that made you upset. How long ago? Um, well, it was on my Instagram stories. It was about, uh, some stuff with like your mom's like surrounding your mom's death, like people we hadn't heard from and okay, whatever. So, I use that as an example to say how I also feel about bullies. And when people say brush it off, I hate the brush it off thing because there are some things that will make you really upset um, that I don't think you can just let go. I think you have to process them. But I also I just wanted to make the comparison between the two because I think there are some things but not worth your time that you should let go. There are, on the other hand, really hurtful things that people can do to you that I think it's okay to not brush off, get over and move on. But I think here's the thing that where what I want you to get better at, if something hurts your feelings because it's mean or or hurt your feelings or hurt you in your heart, then you that's okay. Like take all the time that you need. What bothers me is when people say stuff to you that is opinion-based feedback. Right. And you take it really personally when it is simply their opinion. So like somebody might say, to you, might send you a message and go, why wouldn't, why would you 
put a vest on your, why would you do the story about the vest on your dog showing its feelings? All you guys do is talk about dogs, right? Mm -hmm. Like you would take that as a personal insult because you're the one who, who saw that news story and brought it to the show and, and thought about how funny it would be to be able to see your dog light up with different colors. And you would, you would take that personally. Whereas to me, that's just their opinion. They don't like dogs. But I wanted to, I wasn't saying this to, to combat you. I was saying this by saying those two things that I was talking about on my Instagram stories and Jeff was talking about yesterday can exist in the same oh, space. Got it. Okay. So for anyone, so you're acknowledging that they're separate things. Yes. They're separate things because I wanted to just clarify that. I think if you haven't listened to a ton of, of our shows or you've listened to the shows, but you haven't heard me talk about this on Instagram, Instagram before I have said over and over again, I hate the advice that we give to kids. A lot of times brush it off. Don't let it hurt your feelings because as someone, and to some people, great. There are some people that'll get their feelings hurt, brush it under the, sweep it under the rug and be done with it. Never think it again. I am super sensitive. So that doesn't work for me. So when you said that, I kind of wanted to clarify that if there's something big if someone you love really hurts you or there's just something and you get your feelings hurt you're not obligated to brush it off and i used on instagram the i thought you'd be very proud of this analogy because jeff loves analogies i do love a good analogy not processing something that has caused you a deep hurt is like putting furniture in a different room of your house that you don't like you're not getting rid of the furniture. You're walking in and seeing it. It's just in a different room. So you still have to deal with the fact that you don't like it as opposed to dragging it outside, putting it at the curb. Right. Which Got would it. be working through it, therapy, talk to friends, do whatever you have to process and move on. It's just not as easy as oh, I'm going to take this chair and I'm going to move it into another room and probably get hit in the face. Got it. <laughs> and give myself two black eyes. Still have messages coming in, by the way. If you listen to the last five minutes of the show every day, we do messages, you know, voicemails. And there's, I'm still sprinkling some in. Uh, I think there's one in there today about a woman uh, calling her husband out for trying to unwrap a dog bone. They gave their dog a large bone for Christmas. And when he was trying to pull the plastic wrap off, he smashed himself in the face <laughs> with the bone to the point where he cut the skin and the bridge of his nose. Oh my gosh. Um, so thank you for sharing the black eye story because it got a, gr a lot of great content. Good. On our phone number. Don't forget, put us in your phone, 800-434-5454. If there's anything you ever want to talk about that we're talking about, leave us a message, 800-434-5454. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for being one of our partners this week. Here's the deal. We know that mental health is important, and we also know that finding a good therapist and actually being brave enough to walk into that therapist's office might be a challenge for you. BetterHelp could be a solution. They have thousands of U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states waiting to talk to you, most usually in less than 24 hours via desktop or mobile web or Android or iPhone app, you can FaceTime or talk to them using technology at your convenience. 
completely confidentially and whatever category of therapy that you think you might need. If you're dealing with anxiety or if you're dealing with grief or you're dealing with depression, they can help you out. And they have a totally affordable option for you. Go to betterhelp.com and get 10% off your first month with the discount code UPSIDE. Get started today betterhelp.com slash upside. A quick questionnaire helps them assess your needs and you'll get matched with a counselor you love many times within 24 hours at betterhelp.com slash upside. I don't know about you, but I cannot tell you the number of times I have thought, you know, I should really start taking vitamins. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the drugstore and I'm going to get vitamins. And I go in the drugstore and I stand in the vitamin aisle and I look at it totally, completely, 1000% overwhelmed because there's so many choices. I don't know what does what. I don't really know what I need. So let's eliminate that, okay? Care of is making it easy for you. But here's, here's what you'll do. You'll go to takecareof.com. You will take a quiz about your lifestyle, your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, and they will put together personalized vitamin packets, individual, every day, and send them to your house. So it takes all of the guesswork out of it and all of the stress, and you don't have to go anywhere. It's so easy. Right now, you can get 50% off of your first care of order by going to takecareof.com. Enter the code UPSIDE50 at checkout. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code UPSIDE50. Three quick updates for you. First, about the tree that fell down while we were out of town over Christmas. We have no idea who cleaned it up. Zero clue. Zero idea. So if it was our neighbors, uh, they have not said anything to us, and I haven't even really seen them. If it was somebody else, we'll probably never know, but uh, that mystery will likely never be solved. Uh, Number two, we got on the tangent of the whole phone insurance thing yesterday, and two things related to that. One, I would say at least five people reached out to me and have had the same exact problem with the same company. And you didn't even say the name of the company, which means it's bad. Yes. And I would like to say it now, but I might get it wrong. But it's like assurance or assurance Assur- with an assurant, A. Assurant, A-S-S-U-R-A-N-T. Yeah. Something? So, and I'm saying it as a heads up. Um, apparently, a, a popular gimmick that they do is if they send you a replacement phone, they... Uh, they send the replacement phone to you and it doesn't work. They refer you to Apple, which is what they were trying to do to us. And then you deal with Apple for X number of days, you know, and you think you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And if Apple can't get your replacement phone fixed, because sometimes that'll happen, you call the insurance company back and say, Hey, Apple couldn't fix it. And they're like, I'm sorry, you have to return it within five days. And they don't. Oh, that's jacked up. It's way down in the fine print. And then they don't do anything to help you. So what I did, the end of the story from yesterday was uh, I got the president of the company's office and I got transferred (laughs) to this executive customer service branch. And I talked to the executive customer service people and they sent Callie another phone that arrived today and and after yesterday. And uh, I'm going to hook it all up so it loads, like it transfers mm-hmm. over. And then uh, if everything works in the next 24 hours, we'll just wipe out the damaged one and send it back. This has taken way too much time out of our lives. Nothing in my 
life in the past couple weeks has taken five like the things- pins and the phone thing have been driving Jeff insane because it just hasn't been as simple. Here's what Jeff does. Jeff plans things out kind of in a certain order with like a, a imagined amount of time, not imagined, but a planned amount of time. Right. Sure. And when those things take double the time, it's like fine. When they take quadruple five times, six times the amount of time that he thought it drives him nuts. And he's like, this is the only thing I want to do. I want to get it done. I want to get this out of my aura and I want to move on. And it has been driving him nuts for probably a month. We've had these things on our plate, these two things. It only drives me nuts when there is inefficiency inefficiency involved. involved. Mm -hmm. Like if there's no, if it's, if it's something that just is time consuming, that's fine. But if it's time consuming because of my own or someone else's incompetence, it drives me (laughs) crazy. And I like, I, this didn't annoy me that much, but I sent you the picture of my mom's official like death certificate thing that the state Mm -hmm. has to issue and you have to give it to like insurance and social security and whatnot. Callie noticed this when we were up there last month for her funeral, we got the first copies of it and they had her maiden name is Taylor, but they put an E at the end of it. So it was like Talore. And it was her dad's name. I mean, it honestly wasn't super significant, but I just said to Jeff, this is how the historical stuff gets messed up. Not that we're, you know, going down in history or anything, but when people are tracking things in time, like that's how things get messed up is, oh, there's an extra letter. Oh, that birthday doesn't match. Oh, because things just get messed up and then never changed. I have a friend that has a birth certificate that has her wrong date of birth on it. She's never gotten it changed. And you're right. It's, it probably won't make any difference, but with our luck, my dad or I will be at the social security office doing some paperwork or like at the bank, like closing out an match. account and they'll say, Oh, well she, her form here, she says her father's last name is Taylor, but on here it says Taylor. Yeah. And it'll be the one thing. And then you're deal. So anyways, so I just decided to deal with it like that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the funeral home helps with that. And they arranged the, the whole thing. And the guy, took him down the day after New Year's Day and he brought him to my dad's house yesterday. And all they did was cross out the wrong (laughs) word and write and type the right word above it. And I'm not going to lie. It's been bugging me all day that did they change it in their like master system? Or were they just like, we're trying to get these people to leave us alone and whatever. Or, Or did they not, or did they just go, oh, we'll just change it. But like in some computer system somewhere, two years down the road, you may never know the answer, my friend. I, if I never know the answer, that's fine. But if I find out the answer two years down the road, when like my dad goes in to renew his driver's license and yeah. they go, oh, we can't do this because it looks like Donna's ID was stolen. So everybody's credit is frozen on the planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I I, I think it's, it's probably going to be good. Uh, and then the third update is uh, the, our Weight Watchers update. Y'all have been so kind and so supportive. Callie and I are both doing Weight Watchers. Did you see that somebody in the Facebook group started a Weight Watchers like subgroup? 
for upsiders for upsiders yeah. who are all starting the new year. So I'm going to go in and join that. Uh, Callie, we're both in the, if you do Weight Watchers, they assign you like different teams, different color teams. Callie and I are both in the blue team. She's got 23 points a day. Mm-hmm. I've got 44. Yeah. You really like to, to mention that to me, don't you? Well, I'm, first of all, I think guys get more and I'm bigger than you and sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's like twice as much. It's just going to be hard when we're planning what we're going to have for dinner and stuff and are trying to, you're like, I have 25 points to spend on dinner. And I'm like, that's my whole day. <laughs> I know. But anyways, all good. So those are your updates. I feel reinvigorated about my blogging life and about posting on Instagram and getting on stories. And I really um, took a not a hiatus because I was still on Instagram stories, but last year I just was not motivated to be on them as much. I was feeling pretty sad. We had a lot going on. I wasn't feeling like I wanted people to see me. You know what I mean? I just felt insecure about the way that I looked and I just was in a bad headspace and I feel really invigorated and excited. And I started brainstorming new ideas for the blog and started writing t uh, yesterday. Was it the, did you feel um, out of it the whole year last year? Yeah. Oh, you did? I was thinking that maybe I made the wrong decision doing blogging and stuff because I just was in a funk about it and it didn't excite me at all. It caused me a lot of stress. So, um, so what are you worried about now if you're back? If you feel I'm back? worried that it's just New Year's excitement and in another week I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I don't like it. I don't think that's it. I think it has everything to do with the podcast. What do you mean? I think I can sense a... The the fact that the podcast lasted all of 2019, right? Mm -hmm. We got to the end of the year. It's still going strong. People are still excited to hear it. People are still telling their friends about it. We have new, we've doubled the upside and now we have new goals. I see a new, not, not that your energy ever waned with the podcast, but I see you excited about everything, the potential and if I if I'm being really really specific, I think it's because of the fundraiser that we did for the foster kids. Really? Yeah. Like I think when we were able to collect however many seven hundred toys or whatever crazy amount of toys that we got six hundred toys in eight minutes. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the numbers were, but I think you were a little pleasantly, I think you were a lot pleasantly surprised at that. And keep in mind, that was the week before my mom passed. Uh, so we had to go up to New York. So, so we were excited about it and then we didn't really get to enjoy it. And then while we were gone, they did another round of it. See, I see it differently. I identify it differently. Okay. Even though I was really excited about that. I see it as I am just now starting to feel totally myself without anything bad happening. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I mean? I mean, that like, could be it. You, I, know, you know you better than it, I know you. It feels like we had the miscarriage and that took up my emotional space 
every bit of it for probably six months. Right. And I was at full capacity. And then overlapping with that was you getting fired. And that took up the mental capacity for months and months. Right. And then I was almost feeling like, okay. And then things with your mom happened. And then I was like, so it's it, really sad. And I, I honestly felt pretty depressed a lot of last year. So at some point you're just like, you know what? It can't get any worse than all of this. So I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know. I woke up, you know, I think going back to work has just kind of invigorated me. And I don't know. Hopefully I'm back. I think I might have been a little depressed last year and not not dealing with it now that I'm a step back from it. Good. Well, the good news for all of us is one that you're back and two, you've got a handy dandy pillbox so you won't miss any of your <laughs> of your anxiety medicines so that'll keep you positive and moving forward. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I thought about reading something on the show today, but I'm just not feeling it or just wasn't feeling it but somebody sent me a really powerful essay about grief and uh it i shared it in our facebook group and i wanted to share it today and i wanted to read it today because this is one month to the day of my mom's passing Mm -hmm. and it's basically equating grief grief to to waves to being like set adrift in the ocean mm-hmm. and the waves that come crashing over you and how they how they feel in the days and the weeks and the months right after someone passes and then how they feel in the years after that mm-hmm. um and it's just a really is it just a it's a it's a really nice analogy but i i don't know i just wasn't feeling that that's I didn't want to do that today, but uh, I I would like to share that essay with with anyone who might need it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will post it um, in the show notes for today's show, and you can get those by going to callieandjeff.com and then click on the show notes tab and just look up episode 140, and I'll put that in there. And if you didn't know, that um, section is on our website. So if you hear anything during the show and you're like, oh, I can't remember that website, or I can't remember what that discount was or whatever, it's all right there for you in the show notes. So um, never hesitate to go reference that, callieandjeff.com. Click on show notes. Oh my gosh, I had to pause the podcast while you guys were in the middle of talking about phone insurance and tell you... If you have an iPhone, just get Apple Care. Apple is amazing. You can usually get an appointment in the same day. You walk in with a broken phone, you usually walk out with a fixed one. You don't have to send it off. You don't have to deal with other people other than Apple. My mom left her phone on the back of my dad's car bumper once, and it was after her two year Apple Care was up. Apple actually did the screen and everything as if we were still under the Apple Care warranty. So definitely just go with Apple Care. You will not regret it. You will love it. Love the show. Keep it up. All right. Bye.
When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona, where they build a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started out 25 years ago in Phoenix, learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. When John's wife, Kristen, encouraged him to expand nationwide, he took a calculated risk, pioneering the bed in a box and shipping his first mattress online in 2008. Today, every mattress they sell is hand handcrafted on demand and delivered directly to your door. Why are they called Brooklyn Bedding when they're based in Phoenix? The company is actually named after their second child. As a family-owned company, they always take your sleep experience personally. Every mattress comes with a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. As one of our loyal listeners, you get 25% off site-wide. That includes all mattresses and sleep accessories. Use promo code UPSIDE25. They'll include free shipping. Shop brooklynbedding.com to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. Just calling to say no, you cannot call those people and see if they got your thank you uh, present that you that you sent. Uh, it would make them feel bad that they didn't bother saying thank you or acknowledging the, the, the present that was sent. So I would just say let it go. All right. Love the show. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Julie from Woodstock. I'm just calling about the topic of how did you hurt yourself. And it wasn't me, it was my husband. Um, Christmas Day, we always get our dog a bone, and he was taking the plastic off the bone, and it got hung up. And when he pulled the plastic, it hit him in the nose, making his nose bleed. Not from the nose, but like the bridge of his nose started to bleed. Of course, my first reaction is to laugh. My daughter starts to laugh, and he gets mad. Later on that night, we noticed that he had not one black eye, but two black eyes. And um, thank you for your show. It's great. I love it. Keep up the good work, and happy 2020. My name's Finnegan, and me and my mommy love your show. And my name's Finnegan. I live in Decatur, and I was the one who left out Pringles. I love you guys. It's Finnegan again. Um, I forgot to say um, I'm thankful for your show because you always talk about stuff that I like. Bye. I love you. Hey, Jeff and Callie. It's Jenny. I am very behind on episodes, so I'm catching up and was listening to one before Christmas where you guys were talking about bragging on your year. And it kind of made me laugh. Um, 2019, I lost about 35 pounds and gained it all back and then some, all in one year. How cool is that? So you can imagine what my 2020 New Year's resolution is. And that, of course, is to get that 35 plus pounds back off. And hopefully I'll never see it again. Love you guys. Happy New Year. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Carla. I absolutely love you guys, but I'm having a hard time with this tracksuit division. It's totally house divided, I feel like. I'm I'm getting ready to step out in a tracksuit right now. I feel like I'm a pretty stylish person, but it's just so comfy, and I feel like it works for a hair appointment, a trip to Target. <laughs> Callie, come on, girl. I'm getting ready to ship you a tracksuit. Here we go, baby! It is time to get up because we are always... 
days, just everyday people doing amazing things. Energy on 10, feeling good. Let's go out there and get it.